Welcome to the Coaching by Bell podcast, the podcast where each episode we feature women entrepreneurs, founders, and leaders in business. The podcast showcases a variety of interviews, coaching style conversations, and live coaching sessions. I am your host, Isabel Hertz. I am a business coach integrating past and present, bridging old stories with new intentions. I help people hear between the lines of their story, tap into insights, inner wisdom, and opportunities to hear their own voice as a means for change. Let's get listening. I am here today with Samantha Ulassi, also known as Sam. She is the owner of Margaret Valley Landscaping in the Okanagan, British Columbia, Canada. They are a small, female-owned and operated landscaping business that is going into its third season in business. Last summer, they placed first in the Best of Kelowna Awards for Best Landscaper of 2020 and third place for Best Young Entrepreneur of 2020. They specialize in design, landscape, maintenance, seasonal displays, and out-of-the-box ideas. Hi, Samantha. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. What was your inspiration? Well, it all kind of began when I was younger with my grandmother, Margaret. She was my best friend in the whole world. Her and I painted together. We learned gardening together. We had a love for all things creativity. So she was kind of my intro to my love of plants. And when I went to horticulture school, she actually passed away my first day of horticulture school which was super devastating for me, but it kind of turned the worst day of my life into the best. And I focused all of my grief and energy into plants in school. And so basically I've just kind of grown this community of like plants and gardening and colors through this period of my life that was not so great. So that's kind of where it all began and where I'm kind of taking it from there. That's lovely. And so tell me a little bit more about the business that you've grown since that first day of going to school. Yes. So we have created, I created this company called Margaret Valley Landscaping in the Okanagan. We mainly specialize in regular maintenance, teaching people how to take care of their yards, or we come and take care of their yard, weekly cleanups to make sure their yard looks perfect. But we also do a huge part of it is renovations. So we do garden renovations, before and afters, seasonal displays. We have like Christmas displays, Halloween, planters. We have a very wide range of services that we offer. So it's unique to each client. So say, Isabel, if you wanted a fountain that was 10 feet long, I don't really do fountains, but I would do that because that's what you'd want. So the sky is the limit with this company, which is pretty cool. It sounds like you have to access and tap into a lot of creativity for your work. Yes, the juices flow once that vessel is open, I tell you. Yeah, I'm just a burst of knowledge. My favorite thing is just basically, like you said, like connecting with people, but creating who they are and turning that into a landscape plant to represent your house. Your landscaping is like the first part of your first impression. It's the first thing you see when you come up to your house. It should have a good representation of what you're about to walk into in your house, right? So, What I am trying to do is change the face of landscaping and make it more all together of something that's exciting and not something that's, oh, that's my husband's area. Like, oh, my husband takes care of the yard. Like, no, no, lady, you get out there and you take care of that yard because it is so good for you. So I'm trying to 
as well as give ideas and design tips, but try and teach people about plants and about maintenance and everything that comes along with it, which is a very broad question. It sounds like that spark for you at the beginning really connected to your grandmother and how she was your inspiration and now bringing that female, as a female entrepreneur yourself, bringing that female entrepreneurship into the work that you're doing and then inspiring other women to be a part of the garden or to make it a family, a family project. Absolutely. Like it's a whole other area within your house that people forget about. And you know what, now with COVID, we have this crazy appreciation for like house plants and your home all day. So why like make your house look something that you would dream of, right? We have all this time now we're home. We should be learning all these things that are always around us. So my goal for this year, especially too, is just to get our this will be our third year in business, just to get more people into it and start teaching, um, having classes of like maintenance and design and just get people to want to be excited for this part. In that process of building your business for three years now, from the first day of opening until today, what are some of the challenges that you've overcome in starting this, this business venture? I think the biggest one that is a huge learning curve for me, and it sounds very generic, but to push past every failure because you need to make those failures into a learning curve. They're only failures if you take nothing from that. So in the three years that I, like three years is like nothing compared to some businesses, but I feel like it's been about 10 years for how much I've learned and grown within that time. But my number one thing, failure is growth. Failure is how you're learning. I look at all of my failures within the last two years. And I actually, before I used to get sick when I think of them, but now I'm like pumped because I learned all these things from them. So to keep going, like push past, you had a bad day. Well, take something good out of it, make the next day better. And it's, it's a mindset that a lot of people don't have. And it sounds very generic, but it's very hard to actually stay consistent and stay positive. But positivity brings you the world. It absolutely does. Like, your wildest dreams. If you just stay positive and say it's going to happen, it literally will happen. I don't know how or why, but it does. So that's my biggest tip and advice. Stay with it. Like just don't give up. Well, and what I hear and what you're saying is it's not just positivity. It's a reframe of the learning that you're having. So even though it might be tough, you tell yourself you can do it. You tell yourself you can get through it. And in the process of doing that, as you're saying, it somehow happens, but it's not, yeah. it's not magic. It's the mind frame that you are holding in order to achieve yeah. the goals and the intentions that you have for your business. Absolutely. And it's tricky. Like it's hard to stay consistent in those thoughts, like I say, but, but it really does work. It's so crazy. Like I really would have thought there's a bunch of hookah, right? And it's not, it's gotten me like where we are beginning in our third year of landscaping. That's like 10 years for some companies, but it's just to keep that constant mindset is just going to get you in your path, like where you need to go. Do you have an example of when that mindset has shifted your way of being or your thought process as you were working on a part of your business? Oh, totally. Like I have a few clients this year where we got into like a bit of a tiff, not really, but we just communication was lost. It ended up becoming an uncomfortable situation to deal with as a business owner. But I now challenge and I take on any kind of 
negative meeting. Like if I have to have a meeting over something wrong, it's not so intimidating anymore. It's like, okay, I did this wrong. What can I learn from it? What can I grow from it? So I've really changed my whole mindset to try to not have more bad days. Just try and have like bad things happen within a day, but that shouldn't make up your whole day. Just to try and stay on that path is tricky for a lot of people. When I think about what you shared about your grandma and and her being your inspiration, are there lessons or reminders of her when you overcome some of these maybe mental, I'll call them mental hurdles <laughs> yeah. in the experience of growing your business? I think it's just to give everyone the benefit of the doubt too. A huge one, like last year, for a perfect example, my first year of business was wonderful, but I really felt the energy shift last year, obviously with COVID and everyone was so uncertain. But I felt like more or less I got the brunt of a lot of people's bad days. And it's not that I did that. I was just at their house at this time. So it was not to take things personally. That was a huge thing my grandma taught me, like really give people the benefit of the doubt. Like you have no idea what people are going through. And it's very easy to take something wrong and think that you made yourself feel that way or I made you feel this way, but it's not. It just everyone's going through things that you just like can't see and you can't always understand. And it's just to remember that because oftentimes I'll feel like, oh my gosh, that person is so mad at me. Like, what did I do? But it's not, it has nothing to do with you. And that was huge for me. So it sounds like not only have you learned about pushing through and reframing your experiences, but also realizing that whatever is happening behind someone's smile or their stare or whatever they may Whatever you may see on the surface that there's something else that could be going on. And so it sounds like really developing a empathy, self-compassion for yeah. what you're going through and also being able to see that in your clients as well. Just kind of know when feel out the energy. You can it's very strong if you know what to look for. What about specific landscape examples? I'm curious how they might translate to a general entrepreneurial. Well, experience. the biggest one I think for that sense. The first one that comes to mind is do not be afraid to ask for help. I am a landscape maintenance person. I'm not a landscape construction company. I would love to be, but I'm not. So oftentimes it's a weird shift when I go to a client's house and I have to say, oh, I actually can't take on this part of your project because I don't have the resources. But if you can't take something on, for one, don't be afraid to admit you don't know what it is. You don't know what this plant is. You don't know how to do this. That's huge. But to find other ways to connect with other businesses that can offer those services. So the last few years, I've had to turn down quite a bit of jobs because I can't take them on. But this year, I'm really trying to figure out how I can take them on while providing another small business with work as well. So I think in a short form, I would say don't be afraid to admit that you don't know what you're doing or you don't know what to do by this because a lot of people are actually pumped when you say, oh, it's okay. You don't need to know everything. I don't expect you to, but find a solution. When I listen to what you're sharing, I think that's very transferable to all entrepreneurial journeys. When we think we know something or we're sort of striving for perfection, then it's really easy to get lost in that. And you know, the journey and make mistakes. Yes. Yes. And then making mistakes becomes something that creates shame because we're not supposed to make mistakes as opposed to saying, oops, I did this. And I actually, yeah, I think that's a very transferable lesson to all entrepreneurial journeys. It's very broad, but it hits home with everyone, I feel like. Well, and I think about my experience and I definitely have a perfectionist in myself that comes out when I 
do work, you know, and there's a lot of shoulds that come with the perfectionist yeah. mind, right? And if we can't ask for help or tell people that we don't know things or admit that we're still learning, then we're kind of losing sight of the journey itself. Yeah. There is no real there, there. <laughs> no, and, and yeah, exactly. That's so true. It's exactly <laughs> right. And also, you're never going to learn everything. And I think it shows more of your strength when you say, I don't know everything. Yeah, be yourself. Because people are going to gravitate to you and your energy, whether that comes with faults, whatever, like you're shooting for the stars, but at least you're shooting for something, you know? There was an example given about someone who was in astrophysics, I believe it was, and he went up and he did a talk and he said, I totally don't know all of the pieces of this, but I want to share with you what I do know. And I guess it was sort of revolutionary in a lot of ways at the time because standing up there in a presentation and he was supposed to know exactly everything everything. and at the end he had a standing ovation because people were so impressed with the fact that he admitted you know that he just wow yeah it's it's very in line with what you're talking about that it, it doesn't matter you don't have to know all the pieces you say what you do know, you ask for help. And then by asking for help, you're also reaching out to community and cultivating connection. I would actually love to watch that. That gave me goosebumps thinking of. (laughs) So in terms of connection and community, what has that experience been like for you in building your business? I feel like so grateful and I feel so lucky to have made these connections like for Amanda from Protea and Co and Isabella from Cake Fama like those are lifelong friends that I'm so honored to meet but I feel like I wouldn't have been able to connect with them unless I had this kind of platform or maybe not maybe I could have reached out but the connections that I have made through the Instagram world through the social media world has empowered me but it has also humbled me in a lot of ways because I feel like I connect with these people better and they connect with me and then they see what I'm doing and it kind of motivates. It's like a you're motivating off each other. So by having all these small business connections, for one, it's just great to build a better community. But two, it just it's like you have friends that you weren't even looking for. It's just incredible. And I'm so thankful for everyone that I've met. And it sounds like it extends to your customers and your fellow female yes. entrepreneurs as well. Absolutely. Like our Instagram, we have a good amount of followers. We have about 11,000 followers. You just have to pick the right small businesses that will also reflect good on you. Like you want to have good people around that reflect on all the goodness that you bring too. What are some of those values that have guided the people that you've brought into your communities from social media to in-person to clients? Learning for one and like we say, also admitting our faults. I am very open with the fact that I don't know everything on Instagram, but I will make sure I go and look it up and I'll teach everyone with it. So like the learning is always continuing. The friendships are always getting established. And I feel like being able to put myself out on this Instagram platform or Facebook lets people connect with me in a different way that I feel like wouldn't be able to happen if we didn't have these podcasts and Instagram and media. I'm thinking about mine a little bit more as you're talking and I'm thinking, you know, so learning is definitely a huge part of my values and constantly growing myself. And in order to really help people in my work, I have to be self-reflective and I have to be learning about myself and working on who I am because I'm not able to hold a mirror up for other people unless I've worked in the areas I'm asking them to work. And so learning is probably the first, if not one of the first for me. And 
authenticity is also really yes. important for me. I take myself wherever I go. I love that. If I'm not able to be authentic. And sometimes that means I just walk into a room and I'm like, I'm just not feeling good today, you know, or I'm not doing well today. Or I, I don't know, or I'm a little cranky yeah. and even just saying it sometimes helps Changes. to just change and shift the the mindset that I have when I, you know, walk that. into space. So I would say those are the two that come to mind right away, you know, honest conversation, difficult conversations, but it's very fundamental to the work that I'm doing. If I can't have them with myself first, then I can't have them with other people and help them have them then with other people in their work or their home environment or in whatever way they're trying to work or grow or shape themselves. That is pretty similar with mine. Recently on my social media, I opened up with the fact that I have terrible mental health struggles and sharing that little piece of information, like something that I was not like ashamed to say, but I just didn't really want to make my page about that per se, but I wanted to, like, it's important for sure. It was on Bell Let's Talk Day. And I shared that little piece of like I had this story saved on my highlights and I swear to God, you would think like I gave everyone the lottery. Like it was so strange, the reaction I got of how happy people were to be able to connect with, although it's terrible and it's terrible to have mental health problems, but the connection that people felt through me just admitting that, and I guess people just don't assume I have struggles like that. It just blew me away because it's like, why wouldn't I? But again, how would they know? Cause they don't know me. So I think comedy too. I just lighten the mood. Like I try and make everything fun. Like I make terrible jokes at time where you're like, that's probably not a funny joke, but you know, and then I laugh at myself, which is also funny, which to me, it's funny. I don't know. Just bringing that light to people, even if sometimes you don't feel like light yourself, but authenticity is hard. I can't really claim that as my own because sometimes I'm not fully myself because I have to be business owner, Sam. I hear learning I hear fun and play kind of intertwined together and maybe creativity. Yeah. There's a sense of creativity in everything that you're doing like that. Even if you don't do that quote unquote, when someone's asking you for something, you're like, I'll make it work. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Ask for help and we'll create this garden that you want, you know? <laughs> yeah. And being humble, I think too. I think the first one to start is definitely learning. There's a huge learning curve to what I do, whether that's with my clients or with my following on social media. We're always learning and growing together. So that's wonderful to be able to connect. Another one is staying creative. I love to give ideas to people that they might not have thought of or colors and plant combinations that maybe they just didn't even think of. So out of the box ideas is a value that I try and remind myself every day and not quite authenticity like yours but staying true to myself in the sense that opening up has shown me that I can connect with people in a different way and whereas before I used to be a little bit scared to show my full self so this year I'm really excited to actually open up and be more honest about just everything going on in the business and life and let everyone know that it's not all sunshine and hydrangeas all the time sometimes it's rainstorms and spiky little cactuses you never know so yeah I'd say those are good values that we bring what was it like for you to share that information about having mental health challenges with people and shifting from everything being okay with your clients and the people who you're interacting with to saying hey you know 
sometimes it's not easy and, and sometimes yeah. it is a little hard and so and I'm going through stuff and I'm a human too and I have my own you know yeah. personal struggles that I'm going through so what was that like for you it was very hard so on Bell Let's Talk Day, I think that was February 12th or whenever that was, I had this weird feeling that day. I was like, Kate, today's the day. We're going to tell everyone a little bit about like how your anxiety started. And and I was like terrified. I, I thought about it all day from the time I woke up till about 3 p.m. when I recorded it. And my biggest fear going into it, which is kind of funny relaying to this podcast, is I'm a business owner. When I started my business, I was 24. I'm a young blonde girl that's short and I wear a hot pink t-shirt. Like I already have this like judgment Mm -hmm. on me when I come to a client's house. So Mm. I'm constantly feeling the pressure of staying professional, staying and acting like I'm 35 years old when I'm, I'm not. So I never wanted to let anyone know that I had all these problems because I didn't want that to come back with my age. But what I'm realizing now is it has nothing to do with my age. It really has nothing to do with anything personally about me it's something that everyone deals with and I need to stop having this like not that I have this stigma on myself but a little bit because I'm nervous about what people are thinking so the day that I posted that video it's still on my highlights if you ever feel like watching it I couldn't even get past the first slide without bawling and I was shaky but when I was finished and I was starting to get these messages and people thanking me saying like I have a daughter that is close to your age and she just is going to love to see this and feel a little bit more connected and they started sharing personal stories of their own and like it took this whole fear of being judged right out the window like literally in one ear out the other because I felt this overwhelming love and connection with all these people that I literally was like why did I not do this sooner so Mm. it was really it was a huge eye-opening day and I feel like it was a huge weight off my chest like even today, today, after sharing that little bit of information, I feel better. Like I feel lighter. I feel like I breathe better. I feel honest, more honest about who I am. It was a little bit of an interesting curve because I just, I don't want to be Margaret Valley who has mental health problems. I just want that to be part one of my story, if that makes sense. So being able to open up a little bit about that, I feel more comfortable being able to let the other parts of my story slowly open. What I hear is a realization about how when you started to share more of who you were, people started to see you for the human and the person that you are. And it's not defining you as in a negative definition of of who you are. It's just, hey, I'm I'm a person too. I I've gone through lots of different struggles and and I'm working through them Mm -hmm. every day. And in the process I'm still doing really interesting work and I'm here to help you and it doesn't change And it doesn't define you either because a lot of responses I was getting is like, I feel terrible for these people. They had to go off work because they don't know how to handle it and stuff. And luckily mine hasn't been that debilitating, but I still have days where I literally can't even get out of bed. So I think it's just to let everyone know that, yeah, like I have a business in Kelowna at 24, but I still have days where I can't even like answer my phone. So it's a weird connection to have, but I feel like it's so important because it's, I'm sick of this being like a weird, embarrassing thing to admit. Like it's not embarrassing. We just need to figure out what we're going to do and how we're going to still live our dreams. And like, because it's not you, it's just a part of you. So that yeah. was a huge learning curve this winter. Not really this winter, but I just kind of was like, wow, let's just do it. Like if they don't like me, then I don't want them anyways. I don't want followers or clients mm-hmm. that are judgmental of that, right? Because that's not something to be judgmental of. And 
it took me a little bit to realize, but hey, I'm here. So that's good. That is such a gift to give to your clients and to your followers and supporters because you've been able to, it sounds like really touch people who maybe otherwise would have seen another social media post or another yeah. piece of information out there that's creating an image that everything is perfect and that everything exactly. is exactly okay. yeah. and it's not it's, it's yeah. not absolutely especially these days oh my god it is nowhere near <laughs> what a perfect world should live in I'm excited for this year to see how we're going to be able to connect with everyone more because I feel like this is only growing and the fact that now we have to kind of stay at home it's kind of letting people reevaluate connections that we took for granted for so it's a terrible thing but it's kind of a great thing also I couldn't agree more. I'm excited to see the shift because I previously didn't love social media myself either because I would go on and everything was a smile and happy. And, you know, it, it was always very challenging for me to look at that and go, but I, I know what's, I know that this is not reflectable reality. So I think the shift is starting to happen already. And maybe in part because of COVID and the fact that we had to dramatically change the way we were working and living and the desire for it was already there. (laughs) Absolutely. Like, I feel like COVID, obviously, it's terrible. But in the positive light of it, it really let people like slow down and be like, oh, okay, I don't really care about going and buying all these things. I need to work on my home. And I feel like it's making people more humble. And in a sense, I feel like we needed that because we're becoming some not nice people, some of us. So especially in Kelowna, I'm noticing a huge change here. So it's kind of exciting. We'll see how it goes. I have a couple more questions. You're talking about the gift that you were able to give to other people and sharing your story a little bit more. Is there a gift that was ever given to you that stands out that supported the creation and growth of your business? That's a great question. I think the biggest gift, before I started my company full on, I was actually working on the weekends and I was getting clients just through word of mouth of my own doing and I had stumbled upon Jillian Harris so we had connected through a friend of a friend and Jill if you've known her she was the bachelorette loved her list it now she has this incredible brand that she has grown and the things that they're doing this year is just incredible so long story short I became her personal landscaper before I started my own company and having someone so solid and so motivating and so knowledgeable in the field of business kind of Mm. helping me guide and mold and learn and grow also has been the biggest gift I could have received. And like, yes, it's, it helped that I got followers from Jill, but I feel like it also just kind of started a connection where people found me through her, which also through them found other people. So it's like this ever continuing chain of women helping women in business so to me I'd say finding Jill is like my luckiest four leaf clover ever (laughs) and not even just for like just the connection and the the, we're like family now and that's just incredible but we've been able to grow and learn together through certain aspects of her yard and my business and help me and my faults and just helps me see a little bit clearer of what's actually going on instead of what my head is telling me is going on it sounds like the gift of meeting her was really the gift of pushing myself. Yeah, pushing yourself and the values that you spoke about, the learning and growth, having that pulled out and drawn out of you in the form of this connection that you Absolutely. developed. Being able to yeah. learn 
alongside someone and being able to make mistakes and grow with them and talk about yeah. it and have community while you do it. And not have the fear of like, like me and Jill, we've had her yards ever changing. We're constantly growing it. And her husband, Justin now is getting involved in the yard. And it's been hard to like, uh, just learning with like technically three head gardeners within this, but we're like growing together. And I think I'm taking so much from that and moving it to my other client relationships. And it's just kind of letting me have a, have a more mature mindset to all of this business aspect, having like a role model like her. So that would be my lucky star for sure. It really encompasses so much of what we've talked about. The gift that was given yeah. to you encompasses so much of the work that you're doing now and what's guided you in your process and what I've heard you yeah. you share today. It's like an ever sharing gift. That's yes. why I love gardening. Gift <laughs> that lives on. A gift that grows with you if you take care of it. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. <laughs> so what advice do you have for fellow entrepreneurs, fellow people who are pursuing a dream and have these ambitions to grow something uh, don't give up like yeah duh right but literally don't give up because as soon as you give up your dream's done if something happens learn from it don't let your mistakes be your failures let them be your learning curves like everything I've collectively said is so true and it sounds kind of cheesy but it's like shoot for the stars because that star will come to you it really does I've not given up and I've had so many downfalls, which I'm definitely open to like elaborating on, but they have grown me into where I am today, which yeah, this is year three. Imagine what year five is going to be like. So just don't second guess yourself also. Like your first thought is usually initially right. So if you have a dream and an idea, go with that first thought. You could tweak it along the way, or if it doesn't work out, it's just a chapter in your story. So it sounds a little bit generic, but really though, if you have a dream, push it and keep going. And if it doesn't work out, then move to the next dream. Life is so weird. Like within three years, I've grown this business with all these successes and awards, which I would have thought would have been year 10. I didn't think that would have been year two. So you never know. Keep that positive mindset. Keep going. Keep pushing. Learn from all your mistakes. And you are going to create such an incredible world that you've envisioned in your head. You just need to make it happen. I love what you said because it's a perfect segue to wrap today is you said if you do something, you try it and it doesn't work. It's just a part of your story. And so yeah. the last thing I wanted to ask you was how has your story shifted since day one of your entrepreneurial journey? I can't even share what the even upcoming projects are going to be for year three yet. But like within the third year of business, it feels like an absolute dream where we are. But that's really because I haven't changed my mindset of that positivity and that keep pushing and learning and growing. Once you're in that mindset, whatever you wanted to do, you'll get it done. So it's just continuing to believe in yourself. I came so far. I used to live in Winnipeg. I lived in Winnipeg and Transcona, which is not a great area. And I had all these dreams that had nothing to do with landscaping. And now I'm 26 and I have this business year three and I'm competing with landscape companies that are 20 plus years old and we won best of Kelowna out of them. It's just, it's incredible, but it's not for everyone. So you just need to keep going, keep pushing, believe in yourself and your dreams will happen. And how would you say the story has shifted in your head since that first day in school when you, you know, talked about your grandma to today? The number one thing is I can't even believe what has come out of trying new things. So I would say like 
the world is truly endless. I had no idea. To be honest, I wanted to own a greenhouse. I wanted to have a garden center. I didn't want to be a landscaper. I didn't really know what a landscaper was. And I took chances. I went out of my comfort zone. I pushed myself to sometimes my breaking points, but it ended up to become where I am here. So if there's anything I could say to that 18-year-old girl in horticulture, it would just be to just keep that positivity and every negative thing that was thrown at you in life that's just a challenge that you push and you grow towards. It should never stop you. So just keep going. Your dreams will happen if you have that clear vision. Thank you so much, Sam. Thank you. Really appreciate hearing your story. And I am so excited for others to be able to hear it too. Me too. Thank you so much, Isabel, for having me on today. We appreciate you tuning into Coaching by Bell. This podcast is made possible by the support of our listeners, community, and guests. To learn more about how to donate or to contact us about guest suggestions or anything else, head over to www.coachingbybell.com. Every story shared has the possibility to unlock greater potential. Coaching by Bell does this one story at a time. Thanks for listening.